0: The name's Chase Farrow, though some would call me Carlos. I'm your storyteller. If you're new to the Orbisitherum, no worries. Jump in right here. This is Tales from the Orbisitherum Season 2, Episode 24, Overseer of Time. Before today... Delarctica was lauded as the most scenic of the three prime worlds, and in fact, among the most visually striking worlds in the Orbis. Usually, most of Delarctica enjoys a climate of perpetual, mild winter, with light snow and dazzling auroras framing beautifully lit cities and the surrounding pleasant landscapes. A few areas of extreme weather existed before today places of extreme cold, and even a warm, subtropical region. Today, Delarctica's cities are under siege by the demonic denizens of Orbis Edge, Char-El-Troon's minions, with the normally vibrant capital, Aurora, surrounded in an ether shield. Today, Delarctica's weather is in flux, with chilling blizzards battering the wilderness throwing the carefully maintained Delarctican world system into disarray. Today, earthquakes and lava plumes ravage parts of Delarctica, as the world struggles to cope with an orbisitherem in flux. Today, Delarctica is a chaotic shadow of its former majesty. cutting a trench through a snowy field. The transport comes to a rest, the grass and snow softening what would have been a rather turbulent landing. Within are three passengers. Lucia Wolf, the fierce swordmaster from Grand Lucian, a woman who recently rescued the love of her life at great cost. Rhea Wilhelm, Said love, she is a tortured conjurer, and she is no longer certain of anything. Reyna Maltaire, former commander of the Orbis Edge Lighthouse Military and Research Station, determined to find his way back there. The three check up on each other, though Lucia and Rhea are still rather distant. Rhaenam is not surprised after what just happened on the wasteland world of Valterra. The three were on their way to the lighthouse, to plan against the demon god residing within Orbis Edge, before it could enact its grand scheme. It is too late, though. The demon god emerged, and the whole Orbis is now a mess, wide torrents of ether making interworld travel A monstrous challenge. One such torrent carried their transport here, to Delarctica, Altair's home world. He checks on the ship's systems. Well, good news. The heat's working, he announces. Bad news, that's about it. This transport is not going anywhere anytime soon. Fine, but we are, Lucia Wolf says. Rue came to Delarctica. Maybe he's still here. In the distance, the three can see the shielded city of Aurora. It can't be, Altair says in disbelief. The government's prioritizing the capital instead of sending its forces to help the rest of Delarctica. I don't understand why they do that. You sound surprised. Lucia notes. Uh, I, I am. This this is not the Del Arctica I fought for. Maybe I've been away too long. When was the last time you were home, Commander? Rea asks. Uh, not a commander anymore, Rhea. But it was a long, long time ago. A sudden, violent wind rips through the air. And the three brace themselves. Altair, is there any way into the city? Lucia shouts through the wind. Not with the barrier up, Altair yells back. The wind dies down, and the three look around to find that they're joined by a familiar man. Long time no see, mystery man, Lucia greets. A long time no see yourself, Lucia. Rue Leclerc returns. Rue guides Lucia, Rhea, and Altair through the chaotic Delarctican snowscape around fields of molten rock something that looks like it'd be more at home on the fiery, rocky world of Phogos and away from the most severe blizzards. A short while later, they reach their destination. A research compound? Rhea questions. My father's research compound, actually, Rue explains. It's where he studied the secrets of Darkatheramite, Rhea finishes. It really is you, Rue LeClaire. I can't believe we met you without even knowing. Rue takes them inside the main building and he starts to close the door amid the severe winds. Lucia's about to help him, but then notices that he's able to do the task himself with little effort. So, strong guy, did you find what you were looking for? Lucia asks. To that, Rue flashes an uncharacteristic smile. I did, my friend. I found... everything. The hell does that mean, Lucia says. Rue motions for the three to follow him further in. Through halls well-maintained and others in disrepair, Rue Leclerc takes his three guests to a large atrium. Rhea looks up, wondering about the structural integrity of the skylight as she sees blowing snow and lightning clouds above. Rue is not bothered. He taps buttons on a console, and a pedestal raises from the floor. On it is a safe, one Lucia gets an ominous vibe from. The Dark Force assailing our reality is Jar El-Troon, Rue reveals. She is from a time before the Orbis Aetherum existed, a vengeful being. Who wants to undo our very reality. Your demon god, Commander Altair, and the mother the miscreant on your station serves, are one and the same, Jar el-Troon. Fortunately, Ether itself has created a countermeasure to stop threats to the Orbis. A countermeasure I mistakenly once considered a threat. Rue opens the safe and pulls out its contents. A sickly, violet stone that immediately makes Lucia and Rhea step back. I was wrong, Rue claims, the unnerving glow of Dark Aetheramite on his face. Dark is not a corrupting element. It is a pure one, a genuine expression of ether. And anathema to those who would unmake the Orbis, Oh rue no, don't do it, Rhea, please. You haven't seen what it can do. Don't bother, Rhea, Lucia interjects, unsheathing her theramite blade. Look at him. He's already gone. Rhea and Alter follow Lucia's lead, preparing themselves for a fight. Rhea, are you up for this? Lucia asks. Don't ask stupid questions. Rhea spits back. Rue Leclerc shakes his head, putting the Darkatheramite back in the safe. Then, an aura of violet, sickly ether engulfs him, shredding through his coat and shirt, revealing a bare chest with a chunk of darkatheramite in his flesh. Violet veins tracing all over his body from the embedded stone. Do not fret, Lucia Wolf, Rue says. I know what it is you need, a show of strength, a demonstration of power. It's how you understand your surroundings, a sense I admit I did not initially appreciate. Lucia doesn't let him finish before rushing him down. She slashes downward, a body-splitting, reverse-grip strike that would have cut Rue in two had he not anticipated the attack and dodged. Oh, that's it, Rue exclaims. That's what Agnes saw in you. Agnes LeClaire? Rhea questions. Your missing sister? No longer missing, I am happy to report, Rue answers. I found her, and she's been doing brilliant work. Her efforts have already made the Orbis Etherum a better place, and she's even planned for Jarl Troon's return. Agnes has been seeding an army, Lucia Wolf, a mighty army of Dark Aetheramite-powered champions across all worlds. Even now, they protect Delarctica's cities, while Aurora's politicians flounder. As we speak, they're on Grand Lucian, they're on Valterra, they're even on outpost worlds like Phogos, fighting Jarltrun's forces and protecting the people of the Orbis. Rue materializes an ether rifle out of thin air, and aims at Altair. Rue fires, but Lucia parries the shot with her sword. The fierce swordmaster attacks Rue again, but this time, she's stopped by a kick to her side. A mighty, ether-backed kick. Lucia recovers and sees the culprit. Prelate Magdalene Edith. You! Lucia roars. Rhea Wilhelm's eyes widen at the sight of the prelate. The person in charge of the Aethermancer assassins, Shone and Reflector. Rhea's Torturers. She did not listen to you, Rue, Edith observes. Oh, she'll come around, Rue assures. I have no doubt, little brother. It takes a moment for Lucia to absorb that, then. Oh, you have got to be kidding me, Mystery Man. Her. Her. Thanks primarily to the fierce Swordmaster, the fight is brutal, a particularly violent, vengeful brawl. Lucia Wolf is a storm of ether backed slashes, cutting into Rue and Agnes Leclerc repeatedly, not at all unnerved that their wounds heal almost as fast as Lucia strikes. She does not care. The fierce Swordmaster has killed enough Darkatheramite horrors to know that their regeneration has limits. Altair works around Lucia's attacks, sending his conjured blades at the Leclerc siblings, covering Wolf's openings. Lucia and Raynham fight well as a pair, but so do the Leclercs. Bruce's normally limited supply of Aether gadgetry seems limitless now. The man materializing them from thin air, aiming and firing with impressive speed. Agnes, prelate Edith, fights skillfully with powerful, telekinetically backed martial arts. Lucia realizes the familiarity between the Leclerc siblings' techniques and those of Shone and Reflector. Edith, Agnes, whatever she wants to call herself, She must have trained the two assassins personally. The Swordmaster admits inwardly that this fight is perhaps the most difficult she has ever fought. It doesn't help that she has to take a glance back at Rhea to ensure she's safe. Rhea Wilhelm. She's still in shock, paralyzed, seeing in person the one who ordered Rhea's torture. Rhea's brainwashing. Rhea's pain. That fear and that horror, knowing that Rhea is feeling it, only makes Lucia angrier, furious that Edith dared visit any sort of suffering on the woman Lucia loves. You are everything I ever hoped you'd be, Lucia Wolf. Agnes LeClaire compliments, able to speak effortlessly despite her exertion. I've been watching you intently ever since you attacked my forces at Radian. Agnes dodges a killing slash. You passed every test, survived every attempt on your life, proven yourself the ideal defender of the Orbis. Agnes blocks Lucius' kick. You're a match even for Aethermancers enhanced by Dark Theramite, with nothing more but your skill and your blade. Agnes backsteps, allowing rue to fire a shot that Lucia evades. Imagine how much stronger Dark would make you of all people, Lucia Wolf, Agnes pauses. Agnes conjures an ether shield to block another slash, one that cuts through the shield, digging into Agnes's arm. Agnes rue shouts about to retaliate. But I'll tear peppers him with the theramite blades. One rue takes some effort to counteract. Stronger? Lucia asks in disbelief. Stronger? You honestly believe I need your shitty rocks to get stronger? Lucia fires off another snap kick, this one hitting clean and hard. You haven't been watching that closely. Have you prelate? Lucia drives the handle of her Theramite sword into Agnes' nose. Did you actually see me back in Radian? Did you actually compare that to Port Singh? Did you see the difference at all? Lucia stabs through Agnes' stomach. Because all I need to get stronger is to fight, you idiot. All your plans and schemes... You couldn't even see that simple, laid-bare truth. Lucia twists the blade as Agnes cries out. Do you even feel pain anymore, monster? Wondered that with Anemone and lastis Or is it just that you realize you're seconds away from dying? Don't do this, Lucia Wolf! Agnes begs. The Orbis needs me! The Orpus needs you, too! The fierce Swordmaster swings upward, her etheramite blade tearing through Agnes LeClaire, from stomach to head. Rue yells out in grief. The distraction allows Rayna to fling a half-dozen conjured blades into Rue with great force, tearing into his cursed flesh, and sending him flying away. Wolf is about to finish Edith, but instead hesitates. Not out of mercy, but out of fairness. Rhea, Lucia calls out. This one's yours. Lucia Wolf stands aside, giving Rhea Wilhelm, still paralyzed, a clear shot. Agnes' grievous fatal wound starts to heal slowly, Lucia's attack having taxed the Prelate's darkotheramite-powered regeneration. What happened to you, Rhea? Hell, what happened to Elaine? Is her fault, Lucia roars, pointing at Edith. I'm not taking your vengeance from you, Rhea. It's all yours. Take it. Rhea glares at Lucia then at Agnes Leclerc at Prelate Magdalene Edith. Rhea remembers everything, from where it all went wrong. Arriving with Lucia and Elaine at Chalventi on Grand Lucian, parting ways with Lucia, departing for and arriving at Valterra, being separated from Elaine by Edith's forces. The brainwashing. The torture. The agony. The sheer crushing despair. All of it. All of it. Because of these two women. Agnes LeClaire. And someone Rhea both hates and loves. Lucia Wolf. Rhea screams, tears streaming down her face as she conjures a massive tidal wave of flame and electricity, concentrating the fire and lightning into a mammoth beam of hot, shocking death. In its path, a doomed prelate and a fierce swordmaster. A fierce swordmaster who understands. Lucia Wolfe closes her eyes. The LeClaire research compound burns. Rhea's devastating conjuration decimating the lab complex. Limping away is Rue LeClaire. Singed, wounded, but healing slowly. He cries moaning in grief and rage, hating that he must retreat so that he can take his revenge another day. Revenge on the three who took his sister away, this time permanently, and just when he had finally found her. Within a corner of the complex, a corner yet untouched by flame or ruin, Raina Maltair tends to his two companions. Both unconscious, but very much alive. Oh, what a fine mess we're in, he laments, then looks at the sky. I certainly hope you're having better luck, Parker. That's it for this episode. I know you enjoyed what you just heard. Regardless, your feedback sustains me. If I had enough feedback, I would not need to eat, sleep, or even drink water. I would somehow derive fluid from your feedback. I want to hear from you whether you're new to the podcast or a regular. My site is orbisetherum.com. That's o-r-b-i-s-a-e-t-h-e-r-u-m.com. On social media, I'm at orbisetherum on Twitter and orbisetherum on Google+. Plus, Facebook, and Tumblr. This podcast is also on both YouTube and Vimeo. Check the podcast description for those links. While I always love hearing from my listeners, I especially love positive reviews, and leaving one wherever you found this podcast helps me out immensely. I'm on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, TuneIn Radio, and Pocket Casts. Just search for Tales from the Orbis Aetherum. So this is the third last episode of Season 2, and uh, the next one is going to be out next Friday. It's already pretty much prepped, and the final episode is going to be out the Friday after that. It's it's pretty much prepped as well. So I, after that's done, I'm going to be taking a bit of a hiatus. It's going to be either one, two, or three months. I haven't decided yet. Um, why I'm taking this hiatus, I need to update my personal notes, outlines, and roadmaps for not only this story, but for a wide variety of other projects that I'm working on, Work on the novels, including for Orbisetherum and for other projects. Work on Carlos Nave Anime Rave, the best damn anime review show on the internet, which you can find at animeRave.xyz. Working on Let's Plays, a bunch of them which have been recorded for a long time, but I need to put up if anybody who follows my YouTube channel knows that there's some that seemingly dropped off, they really haven't, it's just life has been chaotic. All of that will benefit from me taking a bit of a break, but I will be back. And the audio version of this audio series, this audio podcast, Tales from the Orbis Aetherum," for as long as it lasts, will always be free. I am working on novels and on stories that I'm looking to monetize at some point in the future, but this audio will not be monetized. It will always be free. If you like this, and you have some disposable income, and you have no other urgent need for it, you should check out my Patreon. Patreon.com slash Chase C-H-A-S-E-F-A-R-O. Go there. Drop me a little tip. It'll help me work on this. It'll help me work on other projects, like the aforementioned Carlos and Dave with my co-host Dave. It'll help me do my Let's Plays. It'll help me do a bunch of things, keep my equipment maintained, and a wide variety of other things. I'm looking to update that Patreon extensively here in the future with backer goals and backer uh, rewards and all the juicy, fun stuff Patreon can do. As always, thank you so much for listening. Until we meet again.